Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason. And we're the hosts of Nurse Talk Radio. Please join us for this special edition podcast. I'm teasing This him. is from Margaret. My son is 16 and taller than me. Is he too old to smack in the head if he is disrespectful? What else can I do? Now, I don't think you can smack kids in the head like you used to be able to smack kids in the head, but you can give them a a little tap. Even if he's taller than you, you just have to maybe stand on a box. (laughs) Well, I grew up with twin brothers, so we were in trouble all the time. My dad was the old razor strap. Ouch. Smacked that thing by Mm. pulling the ends, you know. Never hit me with it. But was he a barber? No. <laughs> no, but I've been to their home before, and his wife Mary does that. He runs in the bedroom and gets under the bed. <laughs> it may be bad advice and bad jokes, but it's free. <laughs> That's right. They're the old coots giving bad advice, and they are with us today. They aren't a household name yet, but they're popping up everywhere because, well, people need advice, and apparently they don't care if it's good. <laughs> Casey, it all started. When a group of retired friends who meet every Saturday morning at a Salt Lake City deli were growing tired of the same old conversation each week. Sure, they were solving the world's problems, but they wanted more excitement in their Saturday morning. They wanted to share their wisdom beyond their friend group of seven. As a lark, they set up a card table at the nearby Salt Lake City's Farmer's Market and told people they were dispensing free advice. And now we have the pleasure of their company— with us are three of the old coots, Chris Van Oker, Lou Borgenicht, and Carol Sisko. Welcome to you all, and thanks for being with us. Thank you. All right, Carol, we'll start with you. How and why did this all start? It was kind of a lark at first. We thought we would rather sit in the park than over at the deli. And so we set up a booth, and they were going to call it old guys giving bad advice, but Tony thought to call me and said, what do you think? And you can imagine what I said, but then I suggested Coots was less sexist. And he says, okay, and ran and had a poster made. And, Boom. and people just started showing up. I mean, some of them were just visiting Salt Lake. Well, can you get a drink here? Or where can we eat? Or where can we hike? Others, a lot of young men and women didn't know how to meet people. So I'd say, well, put your phone down a bit. What, <laughs> what do you like to do? Do you like to hike? Well, there's a club you can join. Do you like to do volunteer work? Here's some places you can volunteer. And the second week, one young woman came back with another, and she says, guess what? I went up to Wasatch Mountain Club, and I made a new friend. And we're going hiking by ourselves today, but we wanted to come see you first. Great. And it just went from there. And we got people like a man who was going blind. How do I learn to live with going blind? Well, we couldn't really answer that, but several of us, Lou and I mainly, knew about various services for the blinds that were available and talked to him about those. So it's just the whole gamut. Fantastic. Wow, that is fabulous. And Lou, how many are in the group? And since you call yourselves the old coots, what's the age range? Well, the old coots are basically four or five people, depending on who's available and not away for the summer, for the for a week. But um I think I'm the oldest. I'm 75, and everybody else is from 59 up. Um, Chris Van Oka, the coup du jour, is really 59. When's your birthday? It was just a few weeks ago, in November, and thank you for the present. (laughs) (laughs) So, Chris, are you all retired, and what professions were you in? It's true. I am the youngest coot, 59 years old, and because of my relative youth, 
and immaturity, they have made me a uh, coot in training. <laughs> and one of the great things, maybe the only great thing or good thing about the coots, is we've all got kind of varied and interesting backgrounds. Tony uh, claims to run the finest deli in Utah. Gus is a school teacher or was a school teacher. Uh, Dr. Liu is one of the uh, preeminent physicians in Utah. And Carol and I are recovering journalists. <laughs> Barely recovering. Yeah, actually, I did my internship in San Francisco in 1970 in pediatrics and medicine. So can any of you answer this? What made you think you could go public with your old coot's advice? A moment of stupidity, probably. <laughs> but I think it also was people just glommed onto the idea. It was amazing. I mean, people said it was very natural and appropriate and sometimes very humorous and also concrete. As, as Carol said, there were concrete and constructive answers, believe it or not, that we well, gave that's people. That's great. I think what also helped is what these kids call social media, mm -hmm. is a lot of folks mm -hmm. wouldn't come up for advice, but a, a great number stopped with their phones, <laughs> took pictures and posted it on Instagram and Facebook and Reddit and Snapchat, I'm guessing, and that really kind of helped sell us. And well, people, and then yeah. um, the Washington Post has a reporter stationed here in Salt Lake. She's I don't know if she's with a stringer or if she's employed, but she suddenly wanted to do a piece on us. And it went, I mean, I had a friend call me and say, hey, you guys are in a newspaper in Taipei, according to my daughter. So it, it just went nuts. That is incredible. Right, and then people would say things like after the Washington Post article came out. Yeah. So you all live in Salt Lake, Utah. Right. What are the best things about Salt Lake and what are the worst? Um, skiing's one of the best and hiking. I bet. Well, I think uh, besides this podcast being one of the worst, I mean, best thing <laughs> is uh, I grew up back east and for me i mean it's beautiful the mountains and we're very accessible to skiing and hiking but i've always found it a very easy place to live uh I, this may not ring a bell with you in san francisco but housing is very affordable here and mm. traffic is very reasonable i can get, i live downtown and can get pretty much anywhere i need to go within a matter of minutes and find available and cheap parking and I use the light rail system within a couple blocks of my condo. Yeah, public transport is good. But I think the other really interesting thing, and I've been here since 1973, is that Salt Lake has grown up in a culturally expansive way. And uh, you can go do things that you would take hours to do in a city like New York or San Francisco. Joe Biden was here this week, and a whole bunch of us at the, at the uh, university got to hear him in a, in a big venue. But it's the cultural aspects are great. The negative thing, the only negative thing I would say, is the inversion, which we get a couple times a year. Well, the other bad thing is our legislature. <laughs> um, it's like... Oh, I would agree with you yeah, there, Yeah, the legislators yeah. from Salt Lake area are fine, but it's a lot... We've been quite gerrymandered, and, and so we have a lot of people who are very, 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 very conservative... And like we just passed an initiative to allow medical marijuana. Two days later, the legislature went into session and bagged it and said they're going to do something different. So it's, you know, that kind of stuff wow. is appalling. It was a special session, they called. Even though yeah. the people voted for it, they just went and wiped right, it out. Right, the legislature called a special session and they were not stoned. It's not <laughs> completely wiped out. They're making some modifications. So there will be far fewer places where people can get the marijuana 
Um, they're restricting it to, I think, 21 and above so that if a, a teenager or a child is in desperate pain and dying, they can't have marijuana. It's kind of it's kind of mm. medical cannabis light. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was all medical <laughs> cannabis. No but it's getting well. It's really light now. We want to talk a little bit more about the people who come to you for advice. And I think about this booth at your farmer's market every Saturday, and you offer free, but you say bad advice. But who asks you mostly? Is it you talked about young people and wanting perhaps to know where to meet people? Who are the prime people who come to you and, and want to hear you opine on things? It's a huge range of people. I I can't begin to describe it. Um, teenagers and um, kids with relationship problems with their parents, a little girl who was terrified of her dolls. And her mom was, well, what can we do? And so I talked to the little girl, and I think Lou was in on this too, and said, hey, she wouldn't even go into her bedroom. Well, has mom moved them out? Well, yeah, but they're still there. I said, well, what if, you know, mom puts them in a big box and tapes it up really tight and puts it in either a basement or a garage, whatever you have? Would that help? And she kind of nodded her head, yes. And then I think Lou quietly said to the mom, you know, maybe she should get some count. You guys need some counseling on this. But it's things like that. Yeah, there was a woman who came by one day and turned around and said, just tell me, do my shorts make my butt look big? And we all said, of course not. (laughs) That was... You may be old coots, but you gave some good advice there. You're right. You're right. And somewhat surprisingly, we get a lot of relationship questions. Oh, yeah. Things like, should we get married? Or I've been divorced three months. Can I start dating again? And uh, it's amazing. We would like to ask you some questions that our listeners sent in via text, and then you can all chime in. So I'll start from Madeline H. I am a single woman in San Francisco. How can I find a straight man? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a problem. I think that's why she's asking. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> well, so what would you tell her? I think I'm stymied on that one. Do you have an answer? <laughs> yeah, but it's not politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> we stumped the old coots. It's hard to believe. I, I would say move to Salt Lake, but Salt Lake has a significant gay population too. <laughs> move so to Salt Lake. <laughs> oh, no, good. actually, like our answer. city mayor is a lesbian. So I mean, That's you know, we thing. do have quite a bit of diversity in Salt Lake itself. But you know, I yeah, I don't do. know the answer. It's hard enough to meet a man when you're single, anyway. But in San Francisco, where such a great number of the population are gay, I don't have a clue. <laughs> All right, next up, I'm in my second year of college, but I want to take a gap year. Do you know what a gap year is, and should I take one? Of course we know what a gap year is. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I wish I'd taken Dude, one. They know what Snapchat is. Right. I, I, knew, I wish I'd taken one. I got, a, got out of college in 1964, but I don't think we had gap years. We were just like, I'm going to quit doing what I'm doing, and then you go do something for a year, but we didn't call it gap year. I think it really depends. I mean, obviously to the person, but it really depends on what you want to do. We have a lot of people or a fair number of people come up to us at the farmer's market and say, I'm thinking about leaving my job. I don't want to rush into another one. What should I do? And I think one of the common bonds of the coots, besides our fine sense of humor, is I think we all have a love of travel. So I think a number of times when we're asked about this, we say, Absolutely. If you want to take some time off, do. But if you can afford it and you've got free time, travel as much as you can, especially when you're young. Oh, I concur. We're talking with three of the members of the self-proclaimed old coots. 
They offer bad advice, but it's free. You can find their podcasts on iTunes, and this summer, if you're in Salt Lake City, you can find them at the Farmer's Market. All right, old coots, we so enjoyed it. Anything else you'd like to share? No, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Oh, uh, my our producer, Dylan, insists that in addition to old coots, I've got to mention that I've got a political podcast called The Van Oker Group, and we talk about both Utah and national issues, and we curse a lot. I love that. The Van Oker Group. Nice. That's fantastic. So just remember, you can tell your clientele to uh, send questions to us at oldcootsgivingbadadvice at gmail.com and find us on Facebook or iTunes or any of those other things that I don't understand. And we're we're available for weddings and bar mitzvahs (laughs) and other social functions. Wine tastings. (laughs) Wine tasting in Salt Lake. I love that. In Salt Lake, yes. That's fun. (laughs) I used to do circumcision. All right. Thank you, Chris, Carol, and Lou. (laughs) And good luck to you. Come back and visit us anytime. Thanks for having us. Thank you. For more information about this topic, visit nursetalksite.com. 